I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and also at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy it. I'm so excited to discuss my sponsor today, which is Page One Books, because my summer book bundle is ready on pageonebooks.com. And the bundle that I've put together includes three books that I picked, uh, Montauk by Nicola Harrison, More Myself by Alicia Keys, and I Miss You When I Blink by Mary Laura Philpot, all of which have been on this podcast here. Uh, it includes a Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, Beach Tote, a cute little library card pencil slash cosmetic case, and a water bottle for staying hydrated, plus a little... Um, thing of sun lotion. So go to page1books.com, page one with the number one. So page number one books.com and check out my page one books summer bundle. Buy it as a gift, a housewarming, if you actually go somewhere or just give it to yourself. Everybody needs a treat. We've had a long spring. <laughs> page one books.com. Welcome to day three of my second week of my July book blast. So I guess technically this is day day eight of my July book blast. And <laughs> today is beach Reads Wednesday. I love beach reads. I wish I had more time to just sit on the beach and read, as I'm sure we all do. But instead of that, I'm offering up all these amazing beach read books, which you should definitely check out this summer and beyond. Julie Pennell was born and raised in Louisiana. After graduating from college, she headed to New York to work at Seventeen Magazine. She currently lives in Philadelphia with her husband and young son and is a regular contributor to Today.com. Her writing has appeared in The Knot, In Style, and Refinery29. She is the author of The Young Wives Club, and most recently, Louisiana Lucky. Welcome, Julie. Thanks for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Big fan. Oh, yay. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> I feel like I toil in my little room here by myself all day, so <laughs> it's nice to hear. <laughs> okay, Louisiana Lucky, tell us about this novel. Yes. What's it about? So, Louisiana Lucky is about three sisters in small town Louisiana who play they have a monthly girls night and they play the lottery and they drink cheap wine and fantasize about how different their lives would be if they won the jackpot. And spoiler alert, they do. If they win $204 million that they get to split between them. And so it kind of follows the story of how they spend their money. Lexi is the youngest and she's just recently engaged. So she decides to plan a Hollywood style wedding. Callie is a local newspaper reporter and the money gives her the confidence to go after her career dreams and also love. And then Hannah is our oldest and she's a mom of two young kids and she wants to give them everything that she possibly can to make their lives better. So it kind of follows that. Obviously the story is fantasy. It's got your fun, you know, shopping sprees and makeovers, but it's also got some realistic things of disaster and heartbreak. But in between those things, there's also love and family and hopefully some feel good feelings. I've read this book a million times during my editing process. And every time I come out with a fuzzy feeling at the end, and I really hope that readers feel that as well, especially in this time, I feel like we all need a feel-good story. It's like you knit yourself your own sweater or something, <laughs> right? You like wrote your own book to make you feel better and then it makes you feel better. It's perfect. <laughs> well, isn't why we write, right? Like you want to read the book that, or you want to write the book that you want to read. And this is 
a book that I thought would be really fun to read. Well, there you go. It's perfect. And then now you make it fun for the rest of us to read. (laughs) And I love how you jump around and do alternating viewpoints of the different sisters and how you just like keep the story moving along and interweave everything. It's like very cool. So what, (laughs) how did you come up with this idea? I mean, who hasn't fantasized about winning millions of dollars and just changing your life? So I just thought that would be a really fun backdrop for the story, just to have fun with it. But also it could be a self-discovery story for the women in the story, but also for the readers. I hope that they come away with some kind of feeling about money and how it, you know, is it tied to happiness? Or do we already have everything that we possibly need, especially right now with the pandemic and being sheltered in place and not spending money? I feel like we're all kind of looking at that within our own selves. So I'm hoping that is also something that readers take away from it. So what was your conclusion after going through the exercise of seeing what happens and the impact of the lottery win on all these women? I mean, I know I've read studies that it turns out that money doesn't actually buy you happiness, right? That the lottery winners, sometimes they get depressed because their expectations are so high or they change their lives so rapidly that they lose touch with things that had given meaning to their lives before. So just curious if like at this point, winning the lottery, good thing, bad thing? What do you think? (laughs) I mean, I hope like what I didn't want to do, I know I've heard like horror stories of lottery winners, you know, like just totally their lives are like ruined forever. And I just felt like that was super depressing. Like, I think that having money would be fun because you could do things with it and like you could give it to charity, you know, things like that. So I didn't want these girls to like have the worst lives ever after they won, but you'll see in the end that they do realize that it's not about the money itself. It's about the people that are with them and what they can give to others and, you know, what others can give to them. And I think that that's like what makes you rich. It's like, you know, it's a wonderful life. Like you're the richest man because you have friends and because you have family and things like that. So, but yeah, I mean, whatever, like also money would be fun too. (laughs) (laughs) To buy a house and stuff, but I don't think that you need like billions of dollars. I would hope that if someone had billions of dollars, they would give it away to people who need it. So how did you end up writing a book at all? Like, tell me about your whole writing journey. When did you realize you like to write? I'm assuming you like to write, but that is a big assumption. Maybe you don't like to write. How did hey, you, right. you hate yeah. writing? No. I mean, how did you become a writer? So I've actually been writing my entire life. Like I was writing little stories when I was a little girl. My mom still has all of them. And then when I was 14, I just randomly walked up to the local newspaper and asked them if there were any writing opportunities for teenagers. And they randomly like let me come in and intern for them. And then I wrote a weekly teen column for them for seven years, like way past when I was not a teen anymore. So it was just really fun. And I've always wanted to write for magazines and stories. So I worked at Seventeen Magazine. And then I've always wanted to write a novel. I've tried so many times. (laughs) I think a lot of authors have done this where you just like write, you know, you get in and you get really excited. And I wrote like 20,000 words for a couple of books. And then I kind of just had nowhere idea where I was going. And then I finally 
came up with my debut novel idea, The Young Wives Club, and plotted it out. And I think that that made all the difference in the world. And so, yeah, and then it sold and and then they're letting me do another one. And (laughs) I feel so lucky. I feel Louisiana lucky right now. (laughs) Are are you from Louisiana? How did you place it there? You are. Yes. So I was born and raised there and I lived there through college. I went to Louisiana Tech for college and then I ended up moving to New York to work in magazines after. But there's always like a special place in my heart for the state. I just feel that it's so magical and so special. And I kind of just wanted to be transported back there when I was writing this book. And I hope that it transports readers to this magical place with the wonderful culture and the smells and sights and sounds of one of my favorite places in the world. And what are you going to write next? Are you already at work on your next novel? I'm sure you are. (laughs) So I'm mulling over some ideas. I haven't put pen to paper yet, but I just had a baby. Oh, congratulations. And kind of just taking a little pause. But I find that this is like the time when I need to be like thinking about it. And yeah, so I don't know, but it'll be, we'll do it. You're going to have a whole new world of material now. Just wait. Just wait. (laughs) How old is your baby? So I have, so he's two months old and then I have a two and a half year old as well. So I actually wrote Louisiana Lucky his first year. It's funny. I feel like I have a baby every single year. I have a new book. So, (laughs) but yeah, so I was like a stay at home mom for the first year and just kind of wrote it during his naps and after he went to bed at night. So I was really thankful that he was a good sleeper for that. So I'm hoping this new one is going to be a good sleep too. <laughs> then I'll be able to get another book out. Yeah, that could be Louisiana really, really lucky. <laughs> Do you have any advice for aspiring authors? So, you know, going back on the plotting, I definitely think that that's something that everyone should try if they're struggling. Like I was struggling, you know, I feel like knowing where you're supposed to go in the plot is definitely going to help you get to the end. And of course, like things change because these characters are crazy and they are actually like real people and they have minds of their own. You know, things might change, but at least you have an end goal. And then my other piece of advice always is just to like find time to write because you know, it's so cliche, but like they always say, you can't edit a blank page. And it's so true. You know, you just have to like, you know, doing it during your kids naps or like, you know, on Twitter, there's a 5am writers club where they people get up at 5am and do it before their full time jobs. And even if it's, you know, a page a day, sometimes it takes a while to write a book. But at least you've done it. Like if I hadn't done it during the naps, then I wouldn't be talking about it right now with you, you know, because you just got to do it. Everybody has a story. And I think that everybody should try, you know? Well, I'm glad your, your first child naps so that you could write this book and we could chat. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It all worked out. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Congratulations on this book and good luck with your baby. And it was great chatting with you. Thank you so much. It was great chatting with you as well. My pleasure. Bye. All right. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this Beach Read on Beach Reads Wednesday, part of my July book blast. 
Thanks again for listening to my podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you liked this episode, please follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books and sign up for my mailing list at ZibbyOwens.com so you can always hear about the latest things I'm up to. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much to Page One Books for sponsoring today's episode. I hope you'll all check out my summer beach bundle at pageonebooks.com. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Thanks for listening. You could always email me at zibby at zibbyowens.com. Thank you.